Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, welcome to Just After 7 o'clock on a Wednesday morning. We are here for the interaction on K-Rock at 800-520-1067. You'll need those numbers this hour if you'd like to join us for the return of 51020. It's hard to figure out exactly how many years have gone by since you heard some of these songs for the very first time on K-Rock. Was it a song from five years ago or potentially 20 years ago? Can you stack them in the right order and become a winner? I think a lot of people now are having some nostalgic vibes because of the No Doubt announcement on the Coachella lineup. And we will be celebrating that a little bit later this hour with your first chance to win some tickets to Monster Energy AMA Supercross. Later this morning, we'll also get you into our suite at the Kings game. Crypto, that's happening next week. We'd love to get you in on that. And, of course, your tickets to travel to Paris, France to see some 41 and see them right here at YouTube Theater. Um, 213 has a theory about Bobby, the world's oldest dog. You know, the dog probably died a while ago, and the parents didn't want to tell the kids, so they swapped it out for another Bobby. Smart. Never told the kids or anybody else. That's what I would have done. <laughs> it's much harder to do with dogs than it is with fish, by the way. We were uh, Somebody called on the goat line and was explaining which Peanuts characters we were, and 714 wanted to add. I actually think Vanessa is more like the teacher or any of the adults because she's always yelling at Charlie Brown to wrap it up. Yeah, but you yeah. can't understand what she's saying. That's a good point. She is like one of those. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it sounds. When she goes, out. she actually did something uh, yesterday. She was walking around Long Beach. You know, she's already gotten to all of these salacious stories that happened at hair salons because her theory is hairstylists have the most salacious stories, as she calls them. And they did. But get ready, Allie, because today I think she goes even to the next level. And uh, we will get to this. She went to the prison system, listen, finally. Listen to this. I mean, she says this was not easy. They're going to have to do some Vanessa math, but I'll play you this because this is coming up. It could be this hour. It could be next. Okay, so this intro is definitely the outro. I just got back from driving around and going to so many tattoo shops. Her new theory is that the most salacious stories come from tattoo shops. Because she thinks that people are sitting there, they're getting a giant sleeve, they got a lot of hours to kill. Or they're like explaining their other tattoos, which right. could have salacious stories. So that she says that if, if you thought the hair salons, uh, hairstylists get the good stuff, she goes, no, 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 it's tattoo artists. And what I gotta say is that tattoo artists are secret keepers because not a lot of them were willing to share their clients' salacious Delicious stories. Oh, she had it. She, she had, had it. it. And she then it was like, that sounds too right. This can't be right. It's right. Um, so that's good. If you've ever gotten a tattoo, you're safe there. But I got some. I got some. So here it is. Woo! That truth with that tooth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got that name this time. 
Alrighty, enjoy. No, no. That's coming up later this morning, right here. Some Blake on the I think I've got a great plan right now, and I'm afraid that if I follow through with this plan, you guys... Well, no, not Allie. Allie will get on board. Omar is going to tell me why this is a bad idea. I don't really care about Jake's opinion so much. What are you talking about? But I think I'm on to something, and I'm so happy about it. But um, if I'm doing it for the wrong reasons, does it really matter as long as I do it? Are you AI cheating? No, but that's interesting. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can AI cheat. I'm planning on it. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I get on that too. Well, yeah. you're right. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that's unrelated to what I'm talking about now. But uh, note to self, I got to start this AI cheating. That's great. You get to create a whole uh, little bot. Yeah, and you get to go back and forth with someone who's not real, so it's not really cheating anyway, because nothing's going to happen with this person, because they don't exist. They don't exist. It's kind of pathetic and sad, but also you get to, like, you know, live out all of your... uh, Pervy dreams. Fantasies, and no one has to know about them until they probably come back and blackmail you three months later and say, we're going to release this conversation unless you pay us a bunch of Bitcoin or something. That's not what I'm talking about. I have an opportunity that's been presented to me to allow a foreign exchange student to live inside (gasps) of my house. My mom did that. I bet she did. No, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. That's not the exchange we're talking about. <laughs> she had two people living with her. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. All right. Well, now that's wow. not helpful. Oh. greatest export. Yeah. They were both ladies. You won't believe how they do it in America. <laughs> we lived with the throat goat. It was while it, I was in college. Spread the love. Okay. So, what accent is that? I don't know. It's generic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I um, here's the thing. I got an email, and it says the school that my kids go to have a partnership program with a school in Iceland or Sweden or something oh, like so that. so these be little kids. No, no, no. That's what, oh. So that's what I thought. I said, not doing, I don't need any more little kids in my place. I'm yeah. out. And then it turns out it's, it's with whatever high school that they have over there. And then I start thinking, if I allow someone to come and live in my house... Can't, doesn't that They'll count? think this was what America is. No, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I was thinking, wouldn't I get technically free childcare? Mm, that's like, not how that works, though. Well, how do you think? That's figure? how au pairs work. Yeah. They'll send somebody from another country to live there, and then for free, they get to live there while they kind of watch your kids, and then, like, yeah. time's up after two years yeah. or something. I get that. But if it's a foreign exchange system, no money changes hands, I give them a pillow... Let them eat, whatever. And then just leave your children unattended. Not unattended. Attended by this Icelandic teenager. <laughs> uh, doesn't that kind of count as uh, a little something for me? Well, I think that you're kind of assuming that the Icelandic high schooler will keep your children alive. <laughs> Great. Well, why wouldn't they? Well, but they're not. They're going to be like, they're not going to know that that's, they're in a new country. They're not going to know that that's what they're supposed to do. Allie, it says here, you just got to give them a place to stay. Drive them to some things. Give them Drive some food. Drive them to some things. What do you have? To- I don't know. They want to this see. This sounds like taking on another kid. No, that's what. Actually, it depends on the age, right? Like, what age? What age can you really trust? Like, if they're uh, north of 13, 14. A teenager. Yeah. You can't trust a teenager. You no. can't. What? Not an American. Would you have trusted you as a teenager? Yeah. No, I'm an American. And also as an adult. I'm an American teenager <laughs> slash adult. So no, I wouldn't trust me. But you know, uh, another uh, country that's getting it right. Right. Would, you you no do make way, a point. Dude. I think that in some countries, especially like Iceland and stuff, they're like, you know, good respecting people. That's they're what like, I, would I like can't to wait to get married and have kids when they're like a sixteen-year-old boy. 
even though here it's just like I'll I'll be an f boy for the next ten yeah, years. Yeah, but can the- you imagine how quickly they're going to turn once they get into Klein's household? Yeah, him doing the gummies, the drinking, the gambling. I, I, not yeah. be His like- daughter's yelling the penis pasta song. Yeah, I'm, I'm not drinking right now. So now's a perfect time for me to bring on a foreign teenager. Oh, I think they have really good Icelandic vodka, too. The, the issue, the first issue is I got this email, and without even thinking about it, because my first thought was, ooh, I could have this kid work for me for free. I wrote back within 11 seconds of getting the email, I'm in. And then I realized after sending that, I was an overzealous response to having a teenager So what was, in. have they responded back with, like, here, pick pick one? No, you don't get to pick one. Oh. Um, I don't think that's how it works. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's a fantasy football draft. I'll take the squirrely one over there. Uh, I just said I, uh, I'm interested, and then they responded with a Why little... Why would you be in... That is uh, shocking to uh, me. Because I... Omar, I we have a terrible childcare situation right now, and when you got uh, kids you and you don't, that, you yeah. know, fa- all my family lives on the East Coast. I got, no, you know, it, every the That's amount tough. of things, I, the amount of things I constantly have to cancel or can't go to. So you're gonna get an Icelandic stranger, a teenager. That's what That's we're, no, where but, he's going. That's where with you're this. at right now. <laughs> Once you've been to the end of care.com and you can't find anyone, you gotta go. You have to go to icelandicstranger.com. Way Ice, better, Icelandic stranger. And okay. I assume because they're coming with a group of other students that are all going to be there's at least some sort of i mean look no no, yes. no they all want to go party in america a, and no. they'll all be texting each other and wanting to get together yes that's what happens it's like hey okay. let's all get together and then they're going to realize that uh, you know their big cool trip to america where they can be all crazy is just being in your house one kid. with a bunch of family members fighting what no that will be le- i'll be leaving the house and they will be sitting there watching the kids and that's having my, parties. You have a good party house. I'm not. No, you no. have a pool. I'm not letting the. You ice, should be the Icelandic party house. I don't want to do that. I want to just have. <laughs> well, you already signed up for it. You're in. Yeah. Well, I. I <laughs> yeah, come on, party house, sent, dude. They sent back an email with a, a bunch of other things that made me think that my plan is already kind of backfiring because. What they wanted one piece of information, and you're like, forget it. No. It, <laughs> It, I have, gas bill. I can't provide that. I have responsibilities. I have responsibilities <laughs> to make them feel, you know, welcome in America. Yeah, and, you have to like show them around and stuff. I think. And what my original plan was, this will free me up so I can do things I want to do because they can just sit there and keep an eye on the kids. And now it feels like there's an added responsibility where I have to like drive them to things. Well, you know, gatherings with and stuff. my mom. I know one of the one of them did like a lot of cleaning around the house uh, unasked and oh, that that was nice she I was cleaned up after that. herself and left left it clean and then she found it the other girl ended up that she was just trying to find a way to get to the united states because she found an online boyfriend in california and she was trying to just go, find a way to be out there so that she could be with him. And so she was gone all the time. And then her parents were calling my mom, wondering where the hell she was. And my mom didn't know because she's like, I don't know. Just it's your kid. You know. I was, so it was like she got involved in this whole family thing that she didn't want to get involved. Yeah. In. What's the? How often do these foreign exchange student things work well? Like that American Pie girl. <laughs> like, do these ever work out like that in real life? I or don't are they, know. Are they, are they always the opposite? Because I. I forgot about this, but I was supposed to be a foreign exchange student in Spain. And when I got there, the family I was supposed to stay with, I don't know if they saw me and like didn't open the door, but they uh, they didn't open the door of the address I was sent to go to. And as a result, oh, I man, they probably saw you and they were like, just pretend like we're not. Yeah, home. I, I showed up with luggage and everything like that. I'm like, hola. 
Me llamo Kevin. And, and they wouldn't open the door. And I had to call the emergency number. And then I had to live in a hostel. What? Yeah, because the, uh, and everyone else was like talking about how the oh, because that person answered some email and was like, sure. Yeah, they probably thought I was going to be their free child. Three one zero said, Ali's correct. My buddy had a student stay with him in high school, and we partied with him constantly. There was no babysitting at all that took place. Five six two said the exchange student is going to think Americans keep their clothes in the kitchen because that's what <laughs> mine does. They're going to bring back I all think these it's going to be a really bad view of America. Well, they're going to come back and like it's very strange in that land. It's a it's a crazy stat. Tell me if you are on brand or if you are below average or above average. But over the course of any given year, we spend two months of that year watching TV. Whoa. Think about that for a second. Two months of the year we spend. And sometimes it's like shows we're actually into that we're really watching. Sometimes it's just like five minutes of this. Nope. Moving Man. on. Five minutes of that. I moving wish it was on. more. I, so I feel like we could do better, guys. I feel like if we really apply ourselves, we can, we can get do that, half the year. We can get that up to six months mm-hmm. of TV watching. And um, we're talking about this because I guess I realized that I did something that I would have judged, but then I realized it does apply to me as well. When you watch a show and you're really into said show, and then that show announces it's done, game over. If this is the final season, series finale, season finale. I have found that I don't watch the last episode because... Well, for a few reasons. Well, what, the one re- the one reason with Squid Games, I didn't realize there was an extra episode, so I didn't understand what everyone was talking about so, with that old guy. Reason one, stupidity. But with um, the show that's winning all the awards now, Succession, I never watched the finale. Which that Succession. one you really should watch because it kind of does wrap everything up for you. Here's the thing, though. I almost feel like by me not watching it yet, the show hasn't died for me. The show is still continuing, even though they've already shot it, they're moving on, whatever. And I know what people are saying is, why would you invest any sort of time into a show and then not see the conclusion of the show? But I do get what you're saying. You don't want it to be over, over. It's that show that's like, I got to finish that show. And you want it to be the, I got to finish that, rather than the, it's over and it's never coming back. Omar made the point, and he's not wrong, that so many of these shows, especially the ones that we really got into, have had just incredibly bad finales, series finales, where no one feels satisfied anyway. So then you leave with a bad taste in your mouth, insert whatever, Seinfeld, Sopranos, whatever the thing may be that you like thought had a really bad finale. Although I think the Breaking Bad finale was pretty cool. Oh yeah, that was a great one. But you know, you think about the shows that like, you know, universally everyone gets really, really, really into. And then more often than not, the expectations get so high that the finale's a letdown. And then you leave there, instead of feeling good about that show and all those months you spent with it, you end up going like, oh man, what a waste of my life. Yeah, but it wasn't. Like, think of Game of Thrones. How long was that show on that had episodes and finales that were great, that everybody was talking about, yeah. everyone was obsessed with, and then, boom, the last season comes out, everyone's like, what's going to happen? Who's going to get the throne? What's gonna, who's going to live? Who's going to die? And then it was uh, disappointing at the end. I don't even and remember how that all ended, no. anybody can It was folk- a stupid wheelchair kid. It was the wheelchair kid. Oh, yeah. Bran? Uh, Bran! Yeah. Out of all of it. Push him down a ramp. And Daenerys yeah. died. <laughs> <laughs> Queen of Dragons when when a heel was terrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was really okay. disappointing. So then, here's but the then, question: Then, so don't you feel that if I had, had, had never seen that and never known that that uh, 
Weird boy got the whole thing. <laughs> Weird boy. What, what, wouldn't I have in my mind? It, it would He's have been king. like give him some respect. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure. Like anything could happen, and then you know because the reality is, I forget, now that you've mentioned it, I did watch that, and I was angry too. <laughs> that stupid well, boy looking at birds. There was a lot of pressure on HBO to make up for it. It was right, like, with, what are you going to do about this? Right. Are you going to make a prequel? Are you going to make a, a second ending? People right. were asking them to refilm it. Bring back Hodor. Bre- <laughs> that's what I, was, that's what I would I was have saying. rather him been king. But uh, someone else around here, I forget which one of you said it, but you also don't watch the last episode, right? There are a few shows that I haven't seen the last episode of. Yeah, it keeps yeah. it alive. Downton Abbey, I watched every single episode. I even saw the movie and everything. And then the the second to last one was so finale that I was like, I think I'm good. You don't want to watch the finale finale. Well, it's also, I mean, it's a really good show, but it's also slow. And I was just kind of like, like, this story just goes on. It's just about a family, and the story is kind of like succession. It's just going to keep going but, on. But do you think this has to do with uh, us being codependent or having abandonment issues that, for whatever reason, like, you develop a relationship with, and it's stupid because they're shows and they're characters and they're this and they're that, but whatever, you spend some time with it, you develop a relationship, and then you don't want it to leave your life because you feel like you're being kind of deserted. And so in that weird way, you go, if I don't ever kind of do that goodbye then it's just kind of a dot 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 right it's like a relationship that never ended it just kind of fizzled out and fizzled yeah and like the, ghosted like there's a show that we uh actually recently binged that's so 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 good it's called deadlock and we watched it so we were watching it so fast that we took a moment in the middle and go hey we have to pace ourselves here this is a really good show we can't blow our load now we can't just be done with this show in two days that's crazy the we have to spread have. it out and then it when once we started the final episode we we looked at each other like are we really going to do this is this what we're doing we're going to do the last episode right now and we finished it and immediately started it over it feels like such a commitment now even to get in on something which is why some people say that they won't even start a show no matter how good it may appear to be until they know that it's going to continue on because that concept of I got really into something, and then it got. They pulled the plug on it after four episodes, right? And you're, and, and you and, don't want to get involved in yeah, something like, that what? if right. you're not serious. If we're not serious, then what are we really doing here? It, right. It's it's exa- It's like no different than that conversation you have like on an early date where someone's like, "Look, here's the deal. I want to get married. I want to have kids." Bird's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm just trying to bang outside this cheesecake right. factory." It's Let's like the all... show. I just want four episodes. Right. So right? It, that that's the part that is so weird and. Whenever uh, people bring up the succession, because obviously, you know, that, and, and by the way, uh, also The Bear, which I love, yeah, watched all of season one and started watching season two, I also have not finished that yet season. I know it's not, you know, it's going to come back still, but I feel like I, I like to keep those things. Do you like, so when a new season comes out, are you going to finish season two and then roll right into season yes, three? That, I, I, I don't, that's I'm my okay plan. That. And which is weird because I don't have, it's not really self-restraint. I don't have any self-restraint when it comes to anything, which is why, like when I was into a show, insert a show that like I, I get like really into, I will watch all of them really quickly. I don't have the ability to be like, all right, I'm going to pick that up next week at this time. Yeah, like you see, do. I'd, rather, I'd rather wait. I'd rather wait it out. Um, but a lot of people agree with you, Klein. Um, hold on, there's so Finally. many times here. 310, Klein is right. I do the same thing with video games. I will put off the final boss yes. because I don't want the video game to be over. Uh, 818, I either put off watching the last episode or avoid it altogether because I'm not ready to end it. 
Um, it's I, weird, I put I off the Breaking Bad finale for so long, and I still avoid the last episode of Shit's Creek, and it's been years, but I just don't want to say I have finished the show. Yeah, that's the weirdest part, because you would think there's... It, it's a weird thing where I think you do feel like you've accomplished something, even though we really did nothing. You sat on your couch. But there's a feeling of accomplishment, like, I made it through. I got through it all. I was able to glaze over right. and glue my eyes to a right. screen for does, this many hours. But it is weird that that is considered an accomplishment now because it's so rare that something... But grabs- sometimes it is, like with movies, I don't know why it feels like more of an accomplishment. Like, I, I can't watch Oppenheimer now. I can't watch Killers of the... They're like three-hour movies. And I would feel like after... Oh, my God. I took, but you can sit there and watch three episodes of a show and imagine it feels pe- easier. Imagine the people that spent nine years making these things and they're hearing us go like... Oh. Oh, to sit around so for two tiring. hours and watch the whole thing? <laughs> Who's got that? 661 said they shouldn't make shows shorter than five seasons. Every show should be at least five seasons. Yeah, but the problem then is that sometimes you get that thing where you're like, oh, so great, season one and two, and then it was just they started phoning it well, in. Sometimes there's a valley in the middle of season three sucks and it gets good again. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, for me... It's a dot, dot, dot. Those finales, I kind of like them, just dangling them over the head. Never they just do, never film in the first place. Never do that finale. We are uh, K-Rock. This is Klein Alley Show. If you need us, 800-520-1067. We got a game we're bringing back. It's been too long. 5-10-20. You want to play and win? Call us now. We'll do that next right here on K-Rock. See, Rage is a perfect example of what we were just talking about, where, like, there's uh, now, you know, the drummer's been talking the last few weeks, said Rage never going to be playing live music ever again as a band, whereas had no one ever said that, I would just be waiting for them to make the next announcement. I know he said that to say, don't be waiting around for us to announce we're going to be doing more shows because it's not happening. But that's why I like to... You know, I like that cliffhanger. I'm all about the cliffhanger. Yeah, I know. You I do. I it's like the that. gambler in you. It's also, you know, someone else pointed this out on the text line. Doesn't Klein also leave parties without saying goodbye? It's yeah. very you true. You don't want things to end. I don't leave bar. Like, I don't want, when I'm at a bar, if I'm out with friends or whatever, I just kind of fit. I just fizzle. You rarely stay till the end of a show. Yeah, I leave here sometimes in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> just, I was telling a story. Well, I, I like it that get, way. I get up and leave. 310 said, I set aside, I do the opposite completely. I set aside time to watch the end of the show. I have to make a whole event of it. I have mm. to do a meal, drinks, snacks. All of our phones have to be off. We're on the couch, cozied up. It's a whole thing. You know, like uh, Sopranos, I think, is celebrating some crazy anniversary this year. I don't know if it's 20 years or 25 years, See, I that's guess. A, it's like, talk Didn't... about ending a show. I have started that show about 10 times and never gotten right. Right, first right. Season. Well, you know, people think it's so great, but then you watch it now and it feels like it moves real slowly. But the so slow. I'm. I was trying to convince my wife to watch it because she never saw The Sopranos, and um, she's like, "Isn't this like an old show?" And I was like, at a moment where I was like, "Should I tell the truth or should I lie and say it's a new show?" <laughs> Definitely lie. So I said it's a new show, <laughs> and uh, I'm it's just, just super grainy. I'm just going to predict a lot of the stuff that happens and be <laughs> right. So I'm seeing if I can get her into that, but well, isn't that that guy's dead though now? Isn't he's he? He's dead now, but I could just say CGI, and people seem to buy it. <laughs> AI CGI. You just throw in an acronym, and people are like, "All right, story checks All out." All right, let's keep watching. You know, uh, because of the big announcement of No Doubt returning and uh, playing Coachella, and people start talking about No Doubt and getting all nostalgic, going, "Wow, it's been a while since I've seen them." Sure, they haven't played live shows together since 2015, but when is the first time or the last time you saw them? It may have been 20 years. A lot of bands, artists, albums, etc., are having these anniversaries, and it seems like more than ever now we're so convinced and concerned about when things happened and going like, that's crazy. That was 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. So we used to do this thing on the show. It's been a while since we've done it, but we call it 5-10-20. It's a chance for you to figure out if your short-term and long-term memory actually still work 
Welcome to 51020. Hit it! I am the one who knocks. Why so serious? I am a golden god! Say hi to Donovan. Give him a shot at this. Donovan, I'm going to play you three songs you probably heard for the very first time right here on K-Rock. One of them came out 20 years ago, which will be shocking. One came out 10 years ago, and one just came out five years ago. If you can put them in the right order, this is going to really mess with your head, and you're going to try to think about your life in stages and think, where was I when I heard that? And then it gets confusing, and I think a lot of us now are in that place of confusion. If you can do it correctly, Donovan, you win. You ready to go? Yeah, three divots. Three divots. Thank you for joining the show. Three songs, all... K-Rock artists, obviously, and the question is, can you put them in the right order without cheating? Good luck playing along as well. This is never as easy as it should be. Uh, this is your first song. Coldplay. Sky Full of Stars, Coldplay, song number one. Try to do some math in your head and just think, where was I? College. High school. All right, that's song number one. Song number two, it's also trickier now, Ali, as bands are now, like, reconnecting and releasing new music as original members and stuff. And I give you song two from Blink-182. Right, so there's Blink-182, Blame It On My Youth, song number two. Is it from five years ago, ten years ago, or twenty years ago? Sometimes you think you have it figured out, and then you hear the third song, and you're like, this is messing up the whole order in my head. Song number three, also having an anniversary of sorts this year. From The Killers. The Killers are tough because they always sound new. Donovan. One of those songs was released five years ago, one ten years ago, one twenty years ago. Let's see if you can stack them in the right order and win this return of 5-10-20. Go ahead. Okay, so I think Blink was five years ago, Coldplay was ten years ago, and for the last one, The Killers. You think The Killers is 20 years. See, that's... The Blink one is weird because you're right. I haven't heard it in a while. But then I yeah, think to and myself, I'm like, when did that come out? But I have no, because to me, the last five years are probably the biggest blur. The stuff that happened that I remember more vividly would, would have been like college stuff. Mm-hmm. The last five years, once you threw kids in my life, that all has been. <laughs> time has no, yeah, time is a total confusing. construct after that. All right, so you're locked in on that. You feel good about that order? Yes. All right. From 20 years ago, this is the part that I think would be the tricky one. Because I all, in my, the first time I heard that, I, I would have thought Coldplay from 20. From 20 years ago. The year was 2004. And we got this one from the killer. Well, somebody told me Off to a good start. And I'm shocked. Two decades, Allie. Think of all the things we could have done with our lives in the time that 
since the song was released. You know, it's and funny. And here we are sitting around like idiots. 714 said, I'm so happy you brought this game back. I was actually just thinking about how long it's been since you've done it. It's so been when five, is our anniversary? Five, ten, or twenty years since we last game. did this. All right. Uh, he got the first one right. This is, uh, that's the 20-year one seems to be the easiest. It's the five and the ten that always seem to play with people. Uh, he says that Blink was from five and Coldplay, Sky Full of Stars, would have been 2014. This was your song from 2014. Hey, look at that. Good job. Clean sweep, my friend. You did it. Nicely done. You've done it. Maybe we should bring back 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, we used to throw in the fourth song, made it really difficult. 5, 10, 15, 20. And then this one from, uh, this was from five years ago. This was your Blink song. So there you have it. Congratulations. Uh, hold on for your prize. We take a super quick break. We're back in a moment. We'll find out what's going on with the world. We got a petty claims court to get to. Oh, yeah. Couples relationship hangs in the balance, and you will be a jury of their peers. We'll get to that and get you some access to hang with us at a hockey game in a suite. It's all coming up next, K-Rock. All right, it's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. It's fun what's happening in the world, and we'll get into a new hour with your petty claims court and your access to hang with us at a Kings game in the suite. Then we got your tickets to see some 41 here and on that standby boarding list to see them again in Paris. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm in the middle of an intermittent fast, so if I pass out... Uh... So we learned yesterday that the rich are getting richer than ever before. But everything comes with a catch, right, Klein? And there's got to be one somewhere for these rich people. And we finally found it. A warning to the one percenters of the world. There's a problem with oysters. They're making people sick. And the one percenters and everybody else should stop eating them, at least for now. A warning over raw oyster consumption has spread to now multiple parts of Southern California. Originated in Orange County and is now spreading. And there is a, quote, cluster of gastrointestinal illnesses that have been linked to four unnamed but very fancy restaurants where people were eating raw oysters. And until they can identify where those came from, they're saying to steer clear of them. Sounds like a trendy new cleanse. Like the oyster Rotten cleanse. oysters? Yeah, you just eat them and then all of a sudden you lose six pounds. I mean, it seems cheaper than Ozempic. I don't eat oysters. I, uh, it's one of those things that Katie loves and it makes me so angry. People love pushing oh oysters on people. There's as no soon as you go to the little sandwich board that's like, $1.50 oysters, I'm like, dude. And she's like, let's go, we gotta do it. I'm no like, bigger ah. push, There's no bigger food pusher in the world than someone that loves oysters because the, inevitably they're gonna sit at the table and there's gonna be someone there that's looking at it and is disgusted by it. And they're gonna be like, oh, you just haven't had good oysters. Well, you gotta try this. And then they go... Well, if you really want to, if you don't like it, here's put all this garlic and hot sauce all over it. Then you'll love it. And you're like, okay, but I could eat human flesh with enough hot sauce on it. It'd probably be okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm, and some yummy. lemon and stuff. But then they also do the whole culture of it where, like, the guy's there with the little towel and he's got that tiny little knife thing and he's like, and putting them on that little piece of ice. And they've got a whole to do, right? The and then they've got, like, an oyster sommelier who's like, the uh, blue point oysters are yes. very, very different than the North Shore oysters. 
And have you ever had these before? And you're like, you know, the answer's no. The best gimmick they ever came up with, the oyster people, was saying that it was an aphrodisiac. Because at least then, a guy like me would be like, all right, get her six dozen oysters. And let's see what shakes loose. Exactly. Like, what a scam. I mean, I'll tell you, whoever does PR for oysters, give them a raise. Because they figured out, they take this gross-looking, slimy, mealy thing. Mm. And then they figured out a way to charge a ton of it was one, it'd be one thing if they're like look you want to get a sandwich or you want to get these oysters oh, no, a penny a piece 50 or 100 right. bucks on something that's not going to fill you you'll up. be so hungry at the end and whenever you're at a place remember when ali uh jake remember when ali ordered that stupid um seafood tower when we were out for oh, the yes i do it was you the, were all about that seafood tower by the, the way not the you jake it klein was, said yes it makes sense because we're getting a bunch of meat let's balance it out with some seafood I wanted the steak. You I got don't that care cold what thing. you wanted. The first thing I said is that it, why get it? It's cold. This was the worst tower story since 9-11, and Allie did it, and she, she, I'm telling you right now. I admit that it was not a good seafood tower, and I was not expecting that. It's supposed to be a nice restaurant. Everything's supposed to be no, good there. It's a, Allie made a terrible order, and I'll tell you the one thing, even though she tried to pluck through the stuff and eat it, like she tried I was to, eating it out of principle. She was just eating it out of spite, out of I ordered this, so I'll go through it. And the it was one, not cooked well, so the, it was hard to get all the meat out. The one oh. thing that was sitting on that oh. tower untouched were those oysters just sitting there. Well, yeah, because they were all over... They were all hard. Yeah, they were trash. All right, I think everyone's going to be happy about this, Klein. I think you will not be happy because it's going to make your life a little tougher right now. Alcohol vending machines could be coming to an apartment near you in L.A. County. Great idea. It's a great idea. I know, Klein, for you not being able to drink, this is going to make it even tougher to stay away, but apartment complexes are having to up their game when it comes to perks, like having clubhouses and fire pits and dog spas. And now landlords are saying, you know what, having booze in the building is the necessary next step. It's the next perk. And an apartment complex in Hollywood just got approval by the city to add two alcohol vending machines to their building and it's not like there aren't a million liquor stores in Hollywood already but that late night when you just want one more drink you don't necessarily want to leave your place to go to the liquor store it's a huge perk and you're probably going to be seeing a lot of it yeah, was, 24 uh, hours uh, yeah it's, yeah, well, yeah, it's a vending machine yeah. well yeah but Wait, I thought but there's so, alcohol rule there's are there are right. al- there's hours you can't buy booze so I forget what hours those are huh, but yeah, it's between 2 and that. 6 a.m. Yeah, well and six, also yeah. I, I mean my first thought was how are they going to re- get around anybody using this rather than people who are 21 and over right uh, facial recognition or you know I mean, you scan usually, your put, put an ID in these but, days you don't have a good solid mustache going until you're at least 13 14 <laughs> That's old enough to drink, right? And the vending machine's just going to scan you and be like, all right. The way it works in Vegas, which is annoying, because in Vegas they do have these alcohol vending machines, but you have to go purchase a certain token from a place that will then card you appropriately. And then you buy a token, and then you get to go to the vending machine and buy the well, alcohol. I you think I'd just, rather go to the liquor store at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point. It's just gimmicky. Tokens. But you know, you think about like uh, when you do move into an apartment building and they like to talk about their sweet perks. Like we have a movie theater in the basement. Oh, yeah. And, uh, most people don't ever use those perks. I know. It totally sold me when I was, uh, first time I moved to LA. I went, I was driven around on a little golf cart this place. Look Golf at this cart. and Is look a at this. Community? No, it was like a big it's a big, big complex. What, so the they Park were La like Brea? Yeah, it was oh, Park La Brea. Man. And they were like, they and look bang. at this beautiful pool and look at this and da da da. And we thought it was amazing. We we're like, God, look at all the things that you get for your money. Little did we know you're never gonna use any yeah, of that stuff. And the pool is super small for the amount of people that actually live there and you had to pay to use it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which mm. I did not learn about until after we moved in. All right, do you think that you speak differently at work versus regular life? You think you change the words you use or the way you say your words? I think most people do. 
And we know already that there's a lot of corporate jargon, corporate speak out there like action items and deliverables and innovation. But TikTok is now pointing out that there's a corporate accent. And I just want to play part of this because I think this is so accurate on how corporate people sound in corporate accents on specifically Zoom meetings. I have corporate accent here. Okay, so this intro is definitely the outro. That's corporate. That's a corporate accent. That's so funny. My name is Corporate Aaron. And for the purposes of today's meeting, why I put a nine o'clock meeting on everyone's call this morning, thank you so much for being here, is kind of really just explaining my presence. So... I am taking over social media for Lisa Beasley. She's on a sabbatical. Oh, God. Uh, this is <laughs> like... that exactly th- yes. spot on? There are people here that speak like that. And I assume that's just how they always speak because I don't know them on a personal level. But yeah. you're saying that that's a certain... And they're like certain, wearing pajamas on the bottom. That's a certain work voice they put on totally. when they're doing work stuff. Yes. It's God, like it's... they think they're being super professional. Oh, it's totally. so annoying. You know I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, I, I just wanted to acknowledge everyone and being here today. I have yeah. another example right here. I love the cussing. Yep. <laughs> That's right. That's corporate jargon. That's corporate jargon.